You're listening to the Take Him With You podcast with Rick and Amy on the Stitcher Radio Network. Hey, everybody. It's the Take Him With You podcast. It might seem crazy what I'm about to say. Like a room without a roof. Roof. roof? I, I say it wrong. People get mad at me for saying roof wrong. Roof. Yeah. Well, anyway, it's episode you number two seventy two. Yeah. No, two seventy three. Two seventy three of the Taken With You podcast. Two seventy two is last week. Today is May twenty fifth, two thousand and fourteen. And here we are, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Here we are, and we are happy. Yeah. Because we feel like a room without a roof. 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 I was I was feeling like that's what I wanted to do. To to clap, clap along if you're. I was happy. clapping along. Ah. <coughs> was nice of our daughter to bring us lemonade. Very beautiful lemonade. Strawberry lemonade Strawberry from lemonade. scratch. Yeah, she squeezed the lemons. And then it was really cute. It was really sad, though, to hear him screaming so bad. Ah! Ah! Ow, ow, ow. And my, the juice is just dripping out of them. eardrum. Ouch. What's your problem? You just screamed in the microphone with oh, headphones on. Sorry. So it was really cute because after she squeezed the lemons on the juicer... Um, she decided to make strawberry lemonade, not just plain lemonade. And so <laughs> she took a little strawberry and she was trying to squeeze it on the juicer. Doesn't work. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. I told her she could get out our, our like juicing machine if she wanted to really juice the strawberries. But I said, probably work just to slice some strawberries in there. <laughs> and so she did that and it, yeah. <laughs> it made it really pretty. <laughs> pretty? Yeah, some little strawberries floating around. Hmm. Yeah, she's she's graduating from homeschool this <coughs> year. And um, so her idea for her party is to have um, um, lemonade. She wants to make a huge batch of lemonade and have homemade lemonade. So she's practicing on us. We're her guinea pigs. And then she wanted to use mason jars to serve the lemonade in. <coughs> Squeak, 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 squeak. And because uh, you're being a guinea pig. Uh-huh. Okay, I was way past that. How already. many of you have raised guinea pigs? We've raised many guinea pigs. Fourteen years we mm. raised guinea pigs. Guinea pigs. I was very. We are efficient guinea pig breeders. I was very ready to not do guinea pigs anymore. If they didn't smell, they'd be really cool. They are cute. They, they're, they're like born cute. Like but they're some, not affectionate. 
Some animals aren't born cute. I mean, if guinea pigs purred and cuddled up to you, that would be awesome. No, they just make funny noises and smell up their cages. And they'll bite you. you got to watch them. Mm, yeah. And they have big, sharp, pointy... T I mean, look at the bones. <laughs> okay. So... Here we are at the Taking With are. You podcast yet once again. Yeah. Here we are. Yes. We have a special one for you today. Here in the States, it is Memorial Day weekend. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And <clears throat> we actually, uh, this is a U.S. holiday. Mm -hmm. um, we have tomorrow off. Um, well, people that are employed by other people. <laughs> <laughs> we don't get the day off. But uh, most people that work for somebody get the day off tomorrow. I think I'm taking the day off tomorrow. In honor of Memorial Day. And yeah. Memorial Day is a day when we honor those that have given their life in service of the armed forces. Yeah, it so used to it, be, didn't it used to be called Decorating Day or something at first? Um, a long time ago. That, well, it used to honor the Civil War veterans. And yeah, the, they would go and like clean up the graves of the fallen soldiers and put flowers and stuff on it. And, and then it became more widespread as far as a national holiday and... <clears throat> basically honoring those that had passed away uh, mm -hmm. that are in our armed forces. And then it's not to be confused with Veterans Day, which a lot of people do. But that honors our living veterans. Right, those that are serving or or served and are still alive. Mm -hmm. And then we honor them on Veterans Day. But that's what, and Memorial Week, Day weekend has turned into a um, picnics and the kind of Barbecues. the start of summer. Yeah. is kind of, even though we've got rain right now and, I had to put a cover over the uh, a uh, the barbecue. Yeah, the barbecue now or the grill. Well, actually, I've got a gar barbecue and a grill. Mm -hmm. That's kind of cool. What are you doing? What do you need, Kat? I realized when, why it was too sweet. I left out a lemon. Oh, okay. You want to? You left out lemon. I left out a whole lemon. Our our daughter is now serving us more lemonade. To make it more tart. It was oh, a little no. bit on the sweet side. Oh, that was okay. Dad likes sweet. I like a little tang. It was too sweet for me. You might have to try the sugar-free version. Oh, yeah. I can make a Splenda one or something, too. Yeah. Yeah. We have Thank a, you. a sugar stevia mix that would be half the... So I don't know why we're we're in the middle of the podcast, and now we're talking about lemonade. You know, it's, it's what we do, you know? Yeah. Talk about lemonade. We should just call podcasting. this the Rabbit Trail Podcast. That would be very fitting for just about every single week. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so do you like your new microphone by now? I I think so. Do I sound better? Well, I think you do, but we didn't okay. hear from anybody if they sounded better or not. We did get a we lot got some, of some good feedback, yeah. Last week though, and we're going Thank to, you to everybody who did that, by the way. We're going to read some of the feedback next week on our podcast because this right. week we're going to do a um special for memorial day yeah we i was able to go and share a message at the baptist church in raymond and i talked about how to remember and, and i it's haven't a, heard it yet no you haven't because you were you've been sick this last week man i actually went to the doctor thursday well i worked at the doctor's office and then she cleans a doctor's office and i i she goes i'm not feeling good i she texts me and I could tell what she was sounding like. So I, I told her, awful. I told her, have the doctor look at you before you go. It felt like I was pushing a mountain around when I tried to vacuum. That's not a good sign. 
No, plus you get rocks all over the place and dirt and snow if it's in the winter. Yeah. No, it's... Anyway, I I was just very much under the weather on Thursday, so um, the doctor did some quick tests and said, yep, you're sick. So she gave me some prescriptions and... I'm supposed to be getting better now. I I think I'm I think I'm doing better than I was. Well, that's good. I'm not quite a hundred percent, but I'm getting. But the it. medicine you're taking for the <laughs> thing makes you sick in other ways. So yeah, which we won't go to, into. Yeah, on so the you podcast. so you stayed home today. I stayed home, and I drove all the way out to Raymond by myself. By yourself. All by myself. Which I do that every single week, so I don't feel too bad for you. You don't go out and speak in front of people. I have. Matter of fact, this morning, Rick tried to do a guilt trip on me because he goes, but you don't, yeah, you go out there every week, but you don't go out there to speak. And I go, well, I believe last, was it last summer when Catherine was in Africa, I spoke two weeks in a row out there and you didn't come with me either time. Because I had to speak myself. Yeah. So we both spoke in two different churches the same Sunday. So... Yeah, we're so much in demand, you know. <laughs> Not usually me, but you get asked to speak a lot more than <clears throat> I do. Well, every once in a while, we get asked to speak places where they know us. Yeah. I don't get a lot of invites to other places anymore. You have sometimes. We spoke out of town. Well, every once in a while. So um, I we were listening to the Rusted Robot podcast today rusted robot and they recommended our podcast because we talked about slug gardening <laughs> no wait, wait gardening with slugs or something no, no they <laughs> and so you i need thought to listen more carefully so i thought well this will be a short podcast we just have to give an update on slugs and <laughs> play your sermon <laughs> thanks i had a great week you didn't even ask me what i did okay Tell about your week and then tell about your progress with the slugs. Um, well, I, I uh, got some more jobs and I've been working on some different things. My friend Joe challenged me and wanted a, me to take high-definition pictures of bacon. It's um, bacon pornography. What? It is. What? Everyone that sees it is now lusting after bacon. They want bacon. I made a movie called Bacon, the film. (laughs) And basically, it's me opening a package of bacon and cooking it and then eating a piece of bacon. Mm -hmm. But I do close-ups in HD of the sizzling grease. And and, uh, and then I even show my mouth in high definition, which is really kind of weird looking because you can see the teeth that are missing. And and you can see where I needed to trim my mustache. And I had like... All gray hair except one black one, and it's all in HD. And then I eat a piece of bacon. And then, as I pointed out to my wife, the cool camera shot, you can see the bacon very clear. And then all of a sudden, and my mouth is out of focus. And then I take a bite. And then all of a sudden, the bacon goes out of focus, and you see my lips, and And they smile. smile. And that's the end. So if you want to see that video, you can. It's five minutes of pure baconness. Bacon lust. (sighs) Quit saying that. <laughs> I had like four people say it was food porn. Yep, because it is. It's not. If you have a problem with bacon, you might not want to watch it because I it'll do know make that it has after bacon. It has resulted in many people making bacon. 
it's true. And, poor, you know, poor little pigs. I said at the end of the film, this film, not, only one pig was harmed in the making of this film. We ate it. But now how many more pigs will go to their demise because... Oh, I didn't have to that. help people like bacon. People have been liking bacon from the beginning of time, my dear. There was one uh, one of your friends forwarded it to another one of his friends who really liked bacon. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if that guy post reposted it, but he had over 6,700 6, followers <laughs> on Twitter. And my film went out to 6,700 people in one Well, and we don't tweet. know how many people forwarded it from there. We don't. Have you looked on YouTube to see how many views you've had? Yeah. I you know, In less than 24 hours, I've had 68 views, I think. Yeah. That's not really that many. Well, yeah, but I think it'll I have, increase. I was looking the other day at some of my stuff, and it has 12,000, 15,000, 20,000 hits on some of them. Mm -hmm. But not my bacon one yet. It might go viral. We'll see. Yeah, let's see. Six reasons you might be addicted to Farmtown went viral. Yeah. But you know what? I've actually had some uh, things that I've done. Over 100,000 hits on YouTube. One of my Fisher Plumbing... Two, actually, four of my Fisher Plumbing... Jingles. Uh, jingle commercials, commercials with my voice and everything and are over 100,000 hits on mm -hmm. YouTube. Each commercial. Yeah, so, yeah, Rick Moyer, okay. YouTube. Are, are you done talking about your business stuff So now? if you'd like to watch the film, Bacon the Film, go to youtube.com forward slash Rick Moyer 777 or type in Bacon the Film Rick Moyer on a search engine and you will find it and you can watch it. And I'd really appreciate it if you did and then shared it with others. Let's let this thing go viral. Let's do it. Let's go viral with Bacon. Bacon and viral. Viral bacon. There you go. Okay. So now what everyone really wants to know. Oh. How's the progress with the slug farming? Okay. I got it myself a, a squeeze, not squeeze bottle. A spray bottle. Spray bottle from Walmart <laughs> for 99 cents. I filled it with salt water. I have a flashlight. And every night around dusk, Jade and I go slug hunting, and we spray any of the slugs that we find. We go. We have a can of beer in one hand. A to flat. refill the the, the <laughs> to refill. Well, you are just trying bit. to tell people I'm not out there drinking in the yard. Hey, just look over here. It's a slug. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we're we're gonna get quite the reputation now with. As much beer that I we've left had two beer cans in the yard, so my wife is. Like, I know. I go. It looks like you've just been on a drinking spree. There's two 24 ounce beer cans laying by the barbecue on the ground. Well, you know what they say: beer and barbecuing. I guess. You're... Speaking of that, yeah, I have to tell everybody about my new grill. Yeah, we. You got me a cool grill for our anniversary. Yeah, it's kind of early, but we half used to grill charcoal a lot. and half gas well what we like to do though is we like to cook outside we we like a barbecue with a burner and ours broke down a couple mm -hmm. months yeah. ago yeah and um so now we have a barbecue with a burner again and you're you haven't really tried smoking anything in there yet but you're well you know it's hard to it's it's tiny so when you get inside of it and you try to light up your cigarette it it's really tough it's hard to smoke in there 
I'm hitting my head against the microphone, but they can't really hear that. So, no, you you were thinking about, like, smoking fish or ribs oh, or something, oh, okay. you know? Because like, it's legal here in Washington if you want to smoke other stuff. Yeah, we're not really into that. We can smoke some meat. Yeah. It's just difficult to cram the uh, the, the meat into the pipe. It's difficult. <laughs> anyway, his new our new barbecue has... Has two different barbecue or it's grill two doors. two barbecues in one and and it was the same price yeah as in as the regular yeah. like gas or or charcoal but this has both so one side has a place for charcoal uh-huh. and I've and already done two uh, this whole weekend I've been barbecuing because I can and even tonight um, when we're done here I'm probably going to barbecue a chicken on the charcoal side I thought that'd be yummy yeah and then um. Mm-mm. And because it rained so much here, you went to the the garden shed and grabbed out our big umbrella that, that goes over our table. Yeah, but you bun- we bungeed it to <laughs> and the put railing. it over the barbecue because well, number one, I don't want to get the, rust the barbecue out because it's brand new. But number two, I don't want to stand out in the middle of the rain. Yeah, blue tarp camper, this one's for you. I saw our friends uh, McCarty's, um, Shannon uh-huh. was at Thriftway. And she was stopping to get a tarp because they were camping. camping. <laughs> and it's raining right now. Traditionally in Western Washington, Memorial Day, Memorial weekend, Day weekend is the start is, of the camping yeah, season. It's the first time people really go out. And camping. we have a state. We have state park, and we also have a, unless they have a motor home, then they could camp other times. But if you're a tent camper, Memorial yeah. is basically the time when it's finally kind of warm enough at night not to freeze. Yeah. And so you can uh, you can. <laughs> camp around here and in the rain usually yeah last time we went camping yeah we haven't been camping in a long time because of that yeah last time we tried camping in western washington we were soaked and then all the spare bedding i brought because i was smart to bring spare got wet it got soaked too so we were just good thing we were only 10 minutes from the house yeah we we were um i think the last two days were nice and we had some little um pontoon boats yeah that was nice and we could kind of put around the lake on those and that was fun yeah i read a deep space nine novel yeah and i permed Catherine's hair and that was such a long time ago do you know realize that how was long 11 years Catherine was 11 and she's 18 so we haven't been tent camping in seven years wow yeah so it's been a while that's okay. <clears throat> yeah. We're, you know, yeah. we're kind of getting too old to <laughs> sleep on the ground. Can you get up off the ground, honey? No. <laughs> yeah. I don't really no. like getting soaking wet while I'm trying to sleep. And then that year we had these giant raccoons that scared me. You had earbuds in. Yeah. But I thought people were walking around our campground because they were such big raccoons. It sounded like grown men walking on the gravel. Well, and you're so exaggerating like, a little bit. But no, I yeah. I was like, they're getting in our stuff. And well, so I woke you up and you took your flashlight and looked out and there was like this huge raccoon family of big raccoons. Like going through our pound, stuff. 40 well, pound the, raccoons. Okay, the reason you, that you heard them crunching the gravel like that is because they got into our suitcase first and put shoes on. <laughs> and they were walking around with our shoes on and that's why it sounded okay. like it did. So I, I'm trying to get you back. You to like this. my hiking boots? I'm trying to get you back to the slug. Take my hiking boots off. Get out of here, you little furry so, varmint. Back to our slug gardening. This Do you have last- a mask? You have a mask on. 
What? Shush. Ouch, you just hit me with your short fingernails. <laughs> I poked your arm. This is why I sit on the other side of the studio <laughs> when we do our podcast. So, Ouch. how is the progress going with the slugs? Oh, okay. So the first night I killed like 16 of them plus filled the beer up. The next night I killed like six of them. And then the next night, none. I didn't. I found like one. And then last night I only found one as well or two. So it's we're winning. We're winning, but when we first started putting out the, the but now beer it's raining, bait, so now it's going to be bad because I'm yeah. going to have to go out and kill some more. When we first started putting out the beer bait, though, there would be like 15, 20 slugs in each container in the morning. It was pretty disgusting. Yeah, well, we're trying our best to annihilate, do a little genocide on the slugs, but because uh, they they really like I don't want to talk about garden. this anymore. Okay. So people don't tune in to hear about our slug killing. Except for I think the one people from Rusted Robot. I the one people, Sean and Bridget. Yeah, I think they like that part the best. I don't think so. <laughs> don't you think guys so? don't like that the best. No, they don't. Hearing Do you? About our slugs. We <laughs> so, like an action adventure. Doom, do, 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 slug killer. Well, why don't you play? Rick and Amy killing the slugs. Why don't you play something now? There you go. That's a little ring. No, not my words of friends update, but would you play like your message that you <laughs> shared this morning? Oh. oh, okay. Yeah. We did the slides. We didn't play any promos for podcasts or anything, did we? I guess we I guess do we that. don't have to this week if we cuz I kind of want to enjoy the rest of the evening. So Yeah, so play your message and then we'll Okay, this up. is a message I did called How to Remember, and actually it's, I think you'll get a lot out of it. I think you'll enjoy it. So here we go. It's not very long. It's only like 20-some minutes, and then uh, we'll be back. So check it out. Good morning again. Good morning. It is a pleasure to be with you. Uh, I was looking back at my calendar. You know, I've been guest speaking now for over a year. Well, thanks. That's nice of you to everything. But I was thinking to myself, man, I hope I'm not telling the same stories over and over. It happens. It does happen. I was, I was thinking the other day that uh, over my lifetime, I, can't, I cannot even count the amount of times that I've spoken. And, uh, but I, I have to say that each time that I do, still, to this day, I get a little nervous. And Probably because when you when you talk about the Bible, I think it's really important that you make sure you're on track when you talk about it. And and the reason being is that so many people are influenced. So many people hear a lot of things, and we hear a lot of things, and everything's trying to vie for your attention. So I think it's really important, especially on a Sunday morning or a Wednesday night or whenever you get together and have a Bible study, that whatever is said is accurate. So that's a little nerve-wracking because there's such a vast amount of information that can be shared. But today is Memorial Day weekend. We are people are celebrating, having picnics and and barbecues, and getting together with family, and uh, going up to the cemetery and putting flowers on the graves. And it's just it's a uh, it's a very heartwarming, and it sometimes can be sad, but other times can be joyful. It's a, it's a mix of emotions during this weekend. Because, of course, we don't like uh, to lose loved ones. It's not fun. But it is wonderful, if you remember correctly, to remember the great things and the things that you learned from those that we've lost. 
Um, that's a good thing. And I'm going to talk a little bit about that today. It's not a very long message, so I'll at least have you out by two, and so we should be okay. So don't worry about that. But uh, let's pray. Lord, thank you again for this great day to be alive, to have the comfort of your peace in our hearts, and to know, Lord, that at least for today, you're watching over us, taking care of us, and we are connected to you. What a blessing that is. Would you help us today as we look into your Bible, as we pull some ideas and some concepts out, Lord, let them help our lives to be more like you want them to be. Thank you again for your, your Bible. It's so amazing. So many great things in it. But especially thank you for your love and the fact that you made the Bible come true by sending your son to live on this earth, to die on the cross, and to raise again from the dead that we might have eternal life. What a blessing that is. We don't take that for granted, God. We appreciate you. In Jesus' name, amen. I've done a lot of praying this morning. You guys are awesome. It's good. I entitled this message, How to Remember. Yeah. Some of us um, have a hard time remembering things. That's why we write lists. That's why I have an iPad with a to-do list on it. Because the older I get, it seems the more I forget. Either that or we've, we've, we learn so much as we get older that we learn that there's a lot of stuff we just don't know. Have you ever been, are you with me on that? So I write things down, and then sometimes I forget to write things down. I may be the only one. But there's something about remembering. There's something that, well, remembering is every single living creature, in some aspect, some shape or fashion, remembers. Even the fish in the tank knows that when you grab that little bottle... And you walk to the tank already, they're going up and getting ready for you to... They remember. Interesting thing. Some remember better than others. Some it's just a, a programmed in response that God put on the inside of them. But you and I, we're different animals. How in the world do salmon remember where they were born and go back? I don't understand it. Salmon are, well, as far as I can see, kind of... Life, well, they're just, the lights are on, but not a lot's home. You know what I mean? There's a salmon. They taste good on your plate. But they remember where they were born. That's pretty amazing. Dogs can remember where they buried the bone in the backyard. I don't know how they do it, but they do. <coughs> Cats remember what time you're supposed to feed them. And they also remember that we serve them, not the other way around. They say elephants remember forever, as well as our wives. That's all I'm going to say. As human beings, we really are the ones, though, that remember not only just as a, as a response or a, a reaction or a, uh, what do you call it? Um, uh, what do you call it when, when somebody does it? Just natural instinct. We remember details. 
Again, like I said, some of us more than others. We remember the nuances, the smells, the taste, the touch, where we were at, the wind, the music that was playing. That's why so many things trigger memories. And remembering is very powerful because it allows us to judge our present circumstances with a guide, a standard, or a base. Now, a wise person remembers what not to do while a foolish person makes the same mistake over and over and over. That's in Proverbs, by the way. Have you, ever, have you ever discovered that? That sometimes we want something to be so true that we just keep doing it and doing it and doing it. You know, that's the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over, expecting the same or different results. That's, but we do that. We're humans. We do it. But a wise person remembers what not to do. We learn not only from our mistakes, but the mistakes of others, hopefully. They say that societies that forget their past are doomed to repeat it. And haven't we seen that over and over in the world today? If you really want to take over a, a, a society or a culture, make sure they don't know their past. Brainwash them to think right today and not even remember anything that happened before. And you can get them to do stuff that they would never normally do. Because we as human beings, again, you look through the Old Testament and you can see over and over and over, as soon as we forgot God or we, we pushed him off to the side, then we fell right back into the same thing that we always have. It's just how life is. So, Remembering can be very, very powerful, but remembering the wrong things for too long can really mess us up. And that's why I call the message, How to Remember. So how we remember is very important. I believe we were designed to learn from the past, but move towards the future. That's how God created us. People that look too long in the rearview mirror get in accidents. There's a reason the mirror is so little and the windshield is so big. It's important to know where we've been, but more important to know where we're headed. See, all the tools that we have at our disposal when we're driving these fancy cars, they even have cameras now in the blind spots that you can look at the camera and show you where you can't see. That's pretty cool. But you know, if you spend all your time looking at the GPS or the cameras going back, you're going to run into something. Wham! Those are tools. They're wonderful. But they're to gauge perspective. And yet some of us will live our entire life looking at what happened to us 30 years ago. And that's why we're having problems navigating the future. Because we keep running in, we run off the road or we run into this person or we run into that or this situation because we're looking back all the time and we're not looking forward. Nothing wrong with looking back to gain perspective, but it's important that we keep that big windshield in front of us because that's the future. So remembering can be good or bad depending on how we remember. See, memorials are a reminder of important things and people in our lives. A good memorial will teach us a lesson and help us be a better person. A bad memorial will paralyze and destroy us. Sometimes they're the same exact memory, but it's how we look at it. See, we can cause 
the loss of a person to paralyze us, or we can take that loss and remember the great things about them and incorporate that into our own lives, and their memory stays alive in what we do. It's a different perspective, isn't it? The Bible says, and it has an interesting scripture in it that talks about not removing the ancient landmarks. If you go back and you read through the Old Testament, you will find that the people of Israel would go to a certain point and a significant thing would happen and they would build a memorial and then they would move on. And they would do this several times. And God said, don't take the ancient landmarks away. They're there for a reason. But you notice they didn't camp at the, at the memorials. They weren't supposed to. They were supposed to move on. So there's a certain degree of remembering that is very healthy in our living. But, guess what? There really aren't any actual time machines for a reason. See, we were never meant to live in the past, and we were never meant to live in the future. We were meant to live in the now. Learning from our past and having faith in God for our future. That's how we are supposed to operate as human beings. It's a great verse in Philippians uh, chapter 3. It says, not that I have already attained or am already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do. Forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. I press towards the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. In other words, we don't live in the past. We live now in what God has called us to do so that we have a future. So I want to talk about three ways of how to how, how three ways of healthy remembering. You don't have to get three points today. Are you ready? This is easy. Number one, how do you remember in a healthy way? Well, this is something that's, that's, that I've learned, and I wish I would learn it. I wish I would do it more often, but let's just put it that way. Number one, use past situations as springboards for moving forward instead of reasons to stay put. I'll say that again because it got a little crazy. Use past situations as springboards for moving forward instead of reasons to stay put. We had a trampoline in our front yard for many years. The kids came up with wild ways to do stuff on that trampoline, I'm telling you. They used it as a springboard for many things. I don't know if you've ever seen a springboard before. It's like a diving board. And you get out there on something that's... And it propels you in whatever direction you throw your body. And a springboard is meant to give you a little leverage and to, to overcome some obstacles and get onto the other side. And our situations that we come into, we can either stop there and let them devastate us, or we can use them as a springboard, start to jump on them a little bit, and go, you know what, I wasn't meant to live in this tragedy, even though I acknowledge that it happened. You're not, you're not saying it didn't. Uh, but I'm going to learn from it, and I'm going to jump on this springboard, allow it to push me and propel me into the next part of my life. I'll tell you what, that's the story of my life. 
It seems like we'll do really good for a long period of time. Everything will go really good. And then all of a sudden, bam. And most of the time, I mean, sometimes it's my own fault for making bad decisions. But a lot of times it's circumstances beyond our control that happens. And then we're kind of in a situation. What do we do? Well, we can either, we can either clam up like a human being does without God. And that is just, we just kind of get into ourselves and we medicate ourselves and we, we stay in that little bubble and, and we're, we're alone and miserable. Or we can say, wait a minute, God didn't want me to live this way. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start looking outward. I'm going to begin to help my neighbor. I'm going to be able to look around at the needs of others. I'm going to, instead of getting all into myself, I'm going to try to help others. And watch what happens. You use that as a springboard. Guess what? Once you've gone through a situation, you have compassion for people like you never had before. Have you noticed that? I mean, seriously, when, before I lost anybody close to me, I didn't understand. I'd go to funerals, I'd go to memorials, and it wouldn't make any sense to me. I, would, I mean, I was sad for the people, but when I lost somebody that was close to me, it was like getting the wind kicked out of you. You know, it's like, oh no, this isn't cool. And then all the stuff you go through, and, and, and I'll tell you what, some dark times happen when you lose somebody you care about. It's difficult, but I'll tell you what. On the other side of it, even though you feel like it's never going to get okay, and it isn't, to a certain degree, once you lose somebody, you, you lose them. And it's never going to be completely the same again. However, you do have a compassion and a love and, a, and an understanding now that you can minister to other people when they're going through the same thing like you never had before. You really can legitimately, the Bible says, to cry with those who are crying, to weep with those who weep. You really can, because you can relate to what they're going through. And there's something about being men and women of compassion that is life-giving, like we sang about today. Living that life every day in our lifestyle. So we need to take our past situations and turn them to springboards for moving forward instead of reasons for staying put. I know it's scary. I know it's, it's an adventure. I know it's uncomfortable. It's out of our comfort zone. But don't stay put. There's a time you can for a little bit, but then it's time to move forward. That doesn't mean you don't care anymore. That doesn't mean that, that it wasn't life-altering. It simply means that you're moving forward with the compassion and the things that you learned from that situation and you're going forward in life. Number two, want a healthy way of remembering? Avoid future problems by learning from the past and not repeating it. I like to call it spit out the pits and enjoy the fruit. How many people love these beautiful cherries that we get coming up? Oh my goodness. I get sick on them. I love them so much. My wife loves them even more than that. I have to watch her. Seriously, man. Don't eat them all. I want some of them. Uh, I can say all these things and she's not here. So it's kind of... Sorry, Amy. She's going to be listening, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. But we love cherries. We think they're really, really yummy. But when I was growing up, I, did, I, didn't, like the, I didn't like sunflower seeds because you had to chew on them and get the little seed out of it and spit out the shell. I, I didn't like cherries. I didn't like uh, things that had something that you had to work out in your mouth. I just want to eat it. Ah. But when I learned to be patient and put that cherry in my mouth, 
pull that little little stem out, and that juice, oh, and then that pit, ah. I enjoyed the benefits of the cherry. It was so wonderful. And I spit out the pit. We're going to have some bad things happen in our life. Aren't we? And those are the pits, aren't they? We need to spit those out. Savor the things that are good out of the situation. Enjoy the fruit. But spit out the pits. Don't take those with you. Besides that, they don't do any good. They just get all slimy and gross. Throw them away. The juice, on the other hand, nourishing, nice, mm, tasty. So learn from the past. Spit out the pits and enjoy the fruit. And number three, how about this one? <clears throat> Do you want to remember in a healthy way? Then ask Jesus. Seriously now, folks, I'm not, this is not a cliche. This is not something that a preacher just says. I'm talking for real. Let Jesus help us remember the good things. Forgive those that hurt us and have peace in our heart as we move forward. This is a big deal because a lot of people won't bow their head as they're looking at the situation or thinking, man, I can't move on. This was so devastating. This was so hard. What about this? Lord, I, this is not easy for me. I don't know what I'm going to do, but God, help me remember the good things in this and learn something good out of it. I forgive those that did this to me. I forgive the people that are messing me over. I forgive this situation that was beyond my control. Sometimes you have to forgive God even. I know that sounds like sacrilegious, but a lot of us hold a grudge against God. How could you let this happen? Not something we say all the time, is it? But it's something we do. Sometimes we have to say, God, I forgive you because... Not only are you God and I shouldn't be mad at you, but um, I don't see the whole picture. I don't understand the whole thing. And you do. So I'm sorry. I'm going to forgive you. All of a sudden, this burden comes off of our shoulders. Our lives begin to open up and we go forward again. Wow. You can get goosebumps when I talk about it. Because it's so important. Many times we're upset with him. But if we'll ask Jesus to help us remember the good things and to help us get through, I guarantee you, just like on the infomercials, I guarantee you. Seriously, I guarantee you, if you will do this, you will go on. Things will begin to get better. God will fill your heart in a new way. If you let him, if you say, Jesus, help me remember the good things, he will. Isn't he awesome? Isn't he amazing? We, when we ask, he's not like some sugar daddy in the sky that we just, you know, give me this, give me that, give me, give me, give me, my name is Jimmy. That's not what God is like. He really has compassion, cares about us, knows the best for us. So when we say, Jesus, I need help remembering the good things, he really will help us remember the good things. That's pretty awesome. Well, you can see that how you remember is very important, isn't it? Maybe some of us could reevaluate today on this Memorial Day weekend how we remember and let God flood us with the good things. Let us remember good things and let us make a difference by allowing those things that we've learned to enhance other people's lives as well as our own. Let's pray. Lord, we do want to press on to the high calling that you've given us to live for you. We don't want to be encumbered by the weights and the sins and the and the stuff that holds us back so easily. 
God, we know that old things have passed away and all things have become new. And we want to live right for you. Help us today, God, to forgive, to use these moments in our lives that hold us back, to instead of holding us back, spring us forward. Help us to have compassion and love, not only on others, but our own lives as well. And God, above all, let us understand you and see from a different perspective that we might not hold a grudge against you, but we might forgive you as well so that we can see clearly to move forward. Thank you, Lord, for the power of remembrance. Thank you for the grace of memorials. Help us to be strengthened by what we remember and to move forward in all that you have for us. In Jesus' name, amen. go that was my message uh that i shared today this morning at the baptist church in raymond and you haven't got to hear it yet really no i have to listen to it with everybody else yeah yeah you can hear when i made jokes about you because you weren't yeah, there yeah i heard that you got to make jokes jokes about me and and my brother said that he was going to, to text you text me about him <clears throat> my good brother defending <clears throat> me yeah defending i like larry he's honor. a good man Maybe he'll bring a 22 to church next time. I don't know. Larry and <laughs> Sue sure are nice. And um, I was real excited. I got to talk to um, to uh, Jerry and Laura as well. Cool. Talk to them. That's and, my sister and brother. And yeah, they're pretty nice. We actually got to talk to a lot of different people there today. It was fun. Yeah, we had a really long prayer time because uh, so many people are going through so many weird things right now. There's a lot of people yeah. having extraordinary circumstances. So we prayed for a lot of people today. That's a good thing. Yeah. That's one nice thing about a smaller church is that they just lift each other up in prayer. Mm -hmm. Where sometimes you get to a bigger congregation and it seems like it's more about putting on a show than it is about relationships. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and not that there's some kind of fun things about bigger congregations, too. Usually they have a really cool band and all that, but but it's just a different dynamic. There's trade-offs. So, well, I hope everybody enjoyed that. Yeah. I uh, I think the message was pertinent. And basically, I shared three ways to remember in a healthy way. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes we can remember in an unhealthy way. And so that's what I talked about. Yeah. So it was good. I yeah. think. I mean, I can't really judge if it was good or not. I'm the <laughs> one who did it. So we'd love to hear your feedback on it. You could write and let me know. Rick at TakeHimWithYou.com or Amy at TakeHimWithYou.com. And thanks again for those people that wrote in about last week's show. Uh, we are ready to, uh, I think next week we're going to continue that and do the second part. The gentleman that wrote the first article that we wrote of Why Millennials Are Not in Church also wrote uh, a follow-up article called Seven Ways to Draw Millennials to Your Church. And it's very similar to the article that we read, but we got some really interesting feedback. Really good. And it was really good. So we're we're we can't wait to read you and from different perspectives. We got some that are, go to church and we got some that don't. And we got lots of philosophies on why they think that millennials don't go to church. Yeah. And actually it was really fascinating. So 
hopefully you'll tune in for that one. And if you still want to get in on that, write us a little comment. Send it in the email. Yep. <clears throat> Sorry, my voice just went up there. It's kind of like the guy that's singing happy. Because I'm happy. Yeah, he kind of sings it high most of the time. How do you know if he smokes that stuff or not? I'm high as in the notes for high. Oh, octave wise. Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. Anything else you want to say before we go? Just, um, everyone listening, if you're listening fairly soon, please just pray that I continue to get stronger. Yeah, that would be good. That would be good. I need to get back to work when you're Mm -hmm. self-employed. If you don't work, you don't don't make money. (laughs) You don't get sick time. Yeah. So it'd be good to be strong and again. Con- and if everybody would continue to pray for me to get good contracts and stuff, the more, the better contracts I get, the less you have to work. And so I'm hoping that eventually it'll get to the point where I'm doing enough voiceover website stuff that, that's a weird sound. Oh, it's the neighbors. Okay. But eventually I want to be able to do enough of that, that you don't have to work. Or I can um, work part-time as, for you right. as a secretary, you know, doing your copying and answering phones for you. Copying? Kind of- well, I still do that. On my way to work, I'll drop stuff off at Staples. For oh, you mean like CD. labels? Yeah. Labels and stuff like that. Yeah. You do some labels for me. Send out emails for you, whatever you need like that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Or do you have to pee or something? <laughs> yes. Have a good week, everybody. <laughs> wow, that was quick. All right, everybody. Oh, you um, can do the... This has been a Moyer Multimedia LLC production, copyright 2014, all rights reserved. You can tell people how to get a hold of us. Um, all you do is reach out and grab a hold of us, and you've got a hold of us. No, we would love to hear from you. Visit our website, takehimwithyou.com. There you can catch a whole backlog of awesome programs that just rock. <coughs> and you can hear me cough and choke on the Lifesaver. But no, we really would love to hear from you if you would uh, love to do that. That would be awesome. We also would be very blessed if you could throw a little donation our way to keep the podcast rolling on strong because uh, basically we pay for this all out of our own pocket and all the equipment and all that jazz too. So if you want to help with that, that would be really, really cool. And any little bit helps. We're just blessed if you give anything. It's really cool. Thank you. Okay, visit us at our website. That would be awesome. Okay, and you can write to us, rick at takingwithyou.com and amy at takingwithyou.com. We would love to hear from you. Have a great day. God bless you, and uh, be cool. Okay, bye. It might seem crazy what I'm about to say. Sunshine, she's here. You can take a break. I'm a hot
Why? 